We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, John Helton. Hey everybody, it's John Halpin. Welcome to the December 17th edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Tim Heaney's here with me. Like every Monday, we're going to review all the Week 15 Sunday action. First, we're going to talk about our Scott Fishbowl team's semifinals. We're not going to talk about mine because I'm pretty much dead. Tim is not dead. Tim, Tim is in second place in his semifinal. He's about 12 points off the leader, and he's got Mark Ingram going tonight. You are going to be very interested in this game tonight, aren't you? Yeah, and guys, uh, it's a top 10 had advanced to this round, and the, the winner, the only the winner advances to the 15-team final in this 900-team league. So very exciting times. I'm just happy to be in the race, you know, got to do the political thing here. Uh, but, you know, the guy behind me um, has Christian McCaffrey, and I believe somebody else. Right. So there's some threat there as well, and I'm like 15 points ahead of him. But Mark Ingram is my hope tonight. The first-place guy has nobody. So it's going to be a sweating it out, I think, tonight. And if I didn't make the decision of putting Doug Baldwin on my bench, I would be in much better shape. Yeah, so. that's uh, I, I, it's hard to blame uh, you for that one. 
Well, I had a couple receivers, and I really had nobody late that I could sub in because, you know, all my late guys are Gurley, Ingram, and Kittle because, you know, tight end bonus league, why not play George Kittle, right? Right. <laughs> and then, eh, not so much. But, you know, it's just the timing. It's how stuff like that works out. And happy to be in the running. Scott Fish does a great job with this this league. It's a fantastic idea. My first year in it. Well, hopefully this keeps me in it for a while. And, uh, yeah, it should be an exciting night. Yeah, they, by the way, Scott, you can follow this. Um, you learn about Scott Fishbowl on, at, at hashtag SFB8 on Twitter, um, and you can donate at fantasycares.net. They bought, I think, th- this benefits Toys for Tots. They bought $40,000 yes. worth of toys last week and distributed them. So I think the donations are close for this year, but, you know, get on it next year when he announces that it's all good to go. Really, so, really great. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. good for Scott, and good for you. Good luck. I wanna, yeah, thank you. Next week, Fun I want to be talking about you being in the final. And how yeah, we'll you did see. in the final on Monday morning. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you had, you had a heck of a run in this league, too. Um, you know, fantastic job there. Yeah, thanks. So, Just, yeah. Uh, yesterday, stupid. I don't know. Just the, my, my, my studs did not come through. That's all. It happens. That's what happens when, you know, you're down to one week of play. And then yeah. some guys just don't show up. So. And good on you for playing Robert Foster, by the way. Oh, I, I wait on that one. Uh, <laughs> but not facing Darius Slay in that line secondary, you figured, all right, it's a home run type of uh, round here. I'm going for it, and yep. it paid off. He so. did, and he went that for one it. paid off. He got a long touchdown yep. pass, and it was over 100 again. So, yeah, yep. all right. Um, so, uh, cheer on Tim. You, you can follow Tim's progress. You can ask him about his progress tonight. He's at Tim underscore Heaney on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm at Jay Halpin 37. You can also tweet us at Rotowire and get the player updates at Rotowire NFL. All right, let's go through the weekend's games. Uh, let's start with the Saturday games. Mm-hmm. Texans Jets, Texans cover barely, barely thanks to a late <laughs> field goal. Um, yep. Hopkins had a huge game. Not a sh- I mean, Watson did better than he has been lately, mm-hmm. fantasy wise. Uh, Demarius Thomas, you know, QT was out. Demarius caught what six passes? That was fine. I guess typical, yeah. no, typical Demarius Thomas game. Yes, nothing without exciting. scoring. Yep. I really like Sam Darnold. He did show a little bit. Uh, the, the New York headlines are all over the, oh, they lost, but, you know, mm-hmm. Arnold looked promising. So Yeah, I, I yep. sat and watched that one, and and he's, he, he's you know, the, the Giants fan in me here. I know how great Saquon is. I get it. <laughs> but you better go. you got to go find one, and it's hard. Well, when you, know. you when you haven't tanked for a few weeks, you know you're putting yourself out of position for that, right? <laughs> but yeah, Darnold Darn looked really good. I mean, not perfect, but he's just home home game though. Got to remember that someone um, that helped. Who was someone on Twitter? It might have been Jeff Schwartz. I'm not sure. It's our favorite source. Someone on Twitter. Someone on Twitter. Yeah, um, <laughs> just, just said he reminds him of Romo, and that actually jumped out at me. Uh, we'll see about the downfield stuff, but yep. very very. You know, I could see the similarities in the way they move out of the pocket and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, anyway, speaking of Darnold, I mean, short term, not sure how much, how excited I am. They're playing home against the Packers this week. You know, I'm not telling you to go start them in a fantasy final, but on a two quarterback, I guess you could. Um, two QB, yeah. Robbie Anderson, though, he and Robbie are starting to click a little bit. Yeah, uh, I think I think he likes having the the downfield stuff with McCown not in there. So right. that's Anderson's game usually. So, so Robbie Anderson, he caught seven for 96 and one. Last two weeks before that, he was four for 48, 476 and one. So he's, he's sort of a, he's a playable receiver at this point. I think if you're in a championship, you probably have three better ones, but you might not. And the Packers, hey. you, 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 right. there's, there's an argument to play him against the Packers who are 
now 27th in fantasy points allowed to opposing wide receivers. Yeah, meaning, meaning you know, the worst, one of the best matchups or whatever. So, yeah, um, I, I think the Packers are kind of giving up on it now that they're officially eliminated. So who knows, the Jets might be just worth building for the future here a little bit more than the Packers who just kind of, all right, we don't have a real coach yet. Our defense is just kind of not there with Mike Daniels' sideline. It's, you know, not much pressure up front. So Darnold could have a good time picking them apart. I might go with the Jets in the pick them next week. So we'll see. Mm, uh, <laughs> you know, that's not, I, I think I might too. <laughs> It's not, uh, not the not the worst uh, pivot if you need to make up ground at this point. Nope. The yeah. other one in this game was Elijah McGuire. Isaiah Crowell's on injured reserve. We talked about McGuire probably being busy. He didn't disappoint. He he his performance wasn't great. He saved it with a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, twenty one touches though. Eighteen for forty two running. Three for twenty nine. Ran a lot of pass routes. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, I mean, he, he's legit going in. Like he's, if you have him on your roster, you're probably playing him in week 16. Yeah, I think so. His, look at his Rotowire player page. Another plug for the awesome stats on that page. I'm going to do it every podcast. You know, air yards per game, 22. It's really good among running backs. Um, you know, uh, air yards per snap is among the leaders as well. Uh, if you expect like 70 scrimmage yards, a couple of catches, and maybe a touchdown, that's probably what you're going to get from him. So yeah. I, I think that's not outlandish to believe that with the workload at this point and, and you know everyone on the site saying chase workload this time of season so yeah mcguire could be very useful uh in, in, in next week's championship matchups let's go to browns broncos uh so vance joseph going i didn't i didn't like it sorry the, the move for the broncos to kick the field goal to cut it to one with what was it four minutes left something like that yeah i, I didn't like it the vitriol on, on social media was was quite interesting. It, it was a spectacle. <laughs> it, it, it's a team. That's a that's a I don't want to win yet move. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get why. I mean, and, and the thing is, he said, "Well, I wanted to trust my defense, and they were playing well." <sighs> but if you trust your defense, do you want to trust them? Maybe down. If you didn't make it, you're down four, and you have the Browns pinned on their own ten yard line. I'd rather have that. Yeah. Um, and your defense without Chris Harris not very good through the air anymore. Right. So, that's a, that's an issue that you didn't account for. So Baker was he was okay. I mean he, he nothing spectacular. I mean I really liked the player. He made a couple of nice throws. Overall his game was eh, it was all right. You know nothing. Yeah. R- know. R- rookie, rookie in Denver is going to be tough. Yeah. You know. I mean, no complaints so, there. Just yeah. you know he's he's this this week coming. They've got a, they've got a cupcake matchup at home against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. So you're going to want to play lots of Browns here. We'll talk about some more of them. Nick, you're going to want to play Nick Chubb, absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. Nick Chubb in a game that he looked like he got shut down, he had a big run late, 40-yard run late. So uh, he hits yep. 100 in a game where he didn't seem like he hit 100. Yeah, it was one of those uh, look-at-the-context type of numbers. Right. So, so yeah, he's, he's, he's a, he is a, an elite player. I mean, he's been top 10 already. Yep. You know, we haven't done rankings yet, but he's going to be way up there this week. So, solid RB1, yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I mean, Landry was kind of, you know, typical. Um, Antonio Callaway finally paid off a little bit for people. That was good. He did for you in fishball, right? In- including me, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Um, yeah, uh, you know, not, not the way I would expect in the score. It was kind of, a, you know, a slant in the red zone. I was like, okay, if you're using him in the red zone, that's good. Uh, you know, you look at the Browns receivers, they're, there's potential. I'm going to say that long term. You have Landry, you have, you know, see who develops uh, among Callaway and you know, if Brashad Perriman turns into anything, that could that could be a steal, even as your third wide receiver. Yeah. If he just is, is a deep guy. So, and Higgins is just kind of hanging around, being the useful possessionish type of guy, also. And 
And Njoku, of course, is a nice target for Mayfield long term. So the Browns got something going here for the next couple of years, I think. They absolutely do. It's funny. Callaway, yeah. when they started the year. A lot of problems with Callaway, but yeah. Right. But, but you <laughs> thought that there was something there with him. I mean, he's young. He's talented. I mean, he, he basically got knocked down in the draft because of off-field things, not on-field things. Right. And mm-hmm. then, you know, he dropped a couple of passes. And then it looked like Gordon might come back. And people kind of went, yeah. And, and, and it's almost like, I don't want to say people wrote him off. But he sort of got ignored. And even, even after Gordon got traded and, and he was getting tons of snaps, it, he was just sort of an afterthought. And yep. now maybe not as much anymore. Now, now he's sort of back in people's good graces. I, I agree with that. Uh, you know, at least five targets in three of the last four games. Not awesome, but if he pops one of those for a big gainer like he can. Um, they're finding that role for him in this offense with Landry's still possession guy. They need that guy that's really challenged downfield. Him and Paramount can share that duty a little bit. I think the the one thing I don't for all the good things about their offense since the coaching change, I feel like they, they, I, feel, I feel like they're not using the tight end enough. He's good. He is, but does Mayfield need to check down? Or are they running the right, right routes for Njoku? Maybe they got to look at that. I don't know. Yeah, that that this is uh, as, as uh, I think Barack Obama once said. This is above my pay grade to <laughs> know whether they're running the right routes. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, he's, he's really talented and I don't, I don't think he needs to be, he's not a, he, he can be more than a check down guy. I agree. And, and I, 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 I don't know. I, I would like to see him get more in the mix next year and hopefully he will. That might be a priority for them to figure out how to use him next year. Right. I would hope so. Um, otherwise here, other side, Philip Lindsay busts. There's a lot yeah. of busts this week though. Mm-hmm. One of many. Oh. First of many. Um, I think I jinxed him by saying, is, is he the fantasy value pick of the year? And then yeah. <laughs> in, in the two weeks following that. Right. Just, just brutal. Um, that's, that, that's how you stop the Broncos now with those rookie receivers. That's true. And, you know, you got to let Lindsay just, you know, you got, you got to stack seven or eight there. So, you know. Well, they're playing at, if you, if, you're, if you have Lindsay and you're still alive, he's got a game at Oakland this week. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that'll, he'll bounce back for you. Uh, the receivers in this game, the rookie receivers, again, Sutton was the guy who, you know, he, he was the least productive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hamilton seems like Hamilton's got seven catches, two games in a row. Yes, he they're, does. They're not big long catches, but they're catches. Right. It's uh, that's the PPR. Uh, and Tim Patrick is intriguing. I don't know about fantasy, but as a real life player, I think I'm kind of warming to him a little bit with his size and, and his ability to kind of break after the catch a little bit. Yeah. I mean, this is the second week in a row we've seen something from him. Yep. So there's something there. I mean, it doesn't, you know, if this was week eight, it'd be a lot more interesting. Right, but it's all, it's it's just it's just good for Keenum in, as as he rides out his Broncos tenure. I think to have a guy like that, right? Again, so okay. Yeah. Next up, do we have to talk about Titans Giants? Um, we'll leave leave it to you guys. Vote on live right now on this recorded podcast. <laughs> it was it was a, dude. It, the weather was terrible here. I know. So now, I'm not saying it's an excuse, but it's a it's a reason. For um, a lot of things. Steve Politi, the Newark Star Ledger, had a good a column today, basically saying. Hey, everybody, all this talk recently about, you know, how Eli should come back. Here, here was a three-hour advertisement as to why that shouldn't be the case. Yes, and, and, and Chris, Chris underscore lists on Twitter. Just just read all that. Oh, <laughs> I funny. haven't seen any lists tweets about this today. He, he did it. He, he, was, he was all over it yesterday. He knew. Yeah, it's, it's so bad. He, our definitive Giants uh, catharsis source, I guess, besides John Halpin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. So with Odell Beckham out, nothing happening. They, 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 they kind of... I only watched a little. 
It's mm-hmm. a, the, the, the people who watched it said they abandoned the run. I don't know if it was they realized that it wasn't going to happen with Saquon mm-hmm. with you know people just ganging up on him. But um, Derrick Henry, up. by oh, the way, okay. let's go to the other side of that. Derrick Henry. Yep. So I, I, that was a huge whiff. I, I can't tell you the number of people who I told, no, don't. It was just one game. Uh, don't play mm-hmm. Derrick Henry you know, of, over player X. And I feel like I want to seek these people out and apologize. Well, you know, send him a send him a something for Christmas or something. Send him some North North Carolina beer or something. Uh, yeah, you you want to always kind of overcorrect a little bit when it, when after like a, a huge week he had. But I love the fact that the Giants have just been terrible against the run. Right. So I, I was like, all right, Henry could bust, but it's a great matchup, and the game flow is going to determine a lot. And the Titans happen to control things, so it worked out for him a little bit. You want a good stat? Yeah, go ahead. Derrick Henry had 33 carries yesterday. Yep, he did. Before yesterday, he had not been on the field for more than for 33 snaps all year. <laughs> Matt, La- Matt Lafleur finally figuring out what works. It took you a little while. Like but, what? What? What yeah. are we supposed to do with that? Yeah, you know. I and, and I mean now this week you're gonna play. Well, of course I'm gonna play him. Kind of have to now. Yeah, I mean, and, and they're gonna ride him now. Like now, now that now they've all right. Now they're committed, which is fine. Right. But, you know, yesterday was just a, I don't know, I mean, 33 carries? God's sake. That, that, that's just, I don't want to say it came out of nowhere, because after last week, I can't say it came out of nowhere. Right. But, but this was, uh, you know, the way they used him all year was sort of as a part-time guy. And Deion Lewis is a nice player. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. This... Well, look, look at the way Jacksonville tackled him two weeks ago also. It was just terrible. I yeah. mean, I mean, not to say he's a big guy and he couldn't push off guys like that, but come on, that, that defense has just given up. And the Giants, just similar, I would think, at this yep. point. So. so, anyway, that was bad. If you, if, you, if you whiffed on Henry, I know I whiffed on Henry. If I caused you to whiff on Henry, I apologize. Um, Anthony Ferkser, what happened? We were talking about him last week. Who was on him? Mario? I know I was. It wasn't like they didn't need him. That's the thing. Yeah. It was all Derrick Henry. It was just, they didn't need to really throw. How many attempts did Mariota have yesterday? Not many, I would think. Yeah, so you don't need to, yeah. All right, but they threw to Luke Stocker. Blocking tight end, working <laughs> working yes. with a route. Right. <laughs> so. um, anyway. Evan Ingram finally had a nice game. I mean, last week he was three for 77, mm-hmm. which is not bad, but they actually threw to him a lot yesterday. Finally. Yeah. And moving around, as, he, as a move tight end is going to do, so, yeah. Um. That, so, that's why. That's why I want to make a point. I didn't look at the tight end, the Titans numbers against tight ends. I looked at them against wide receivers because Ingram is not really a tight end. That's true. Right. That, and, that, and that's a context lesson for everybody out there. So I have. This, I have to remind myself. Sometimes. I have this theory about the Giants now that what they should do mm-hmm. is if they're gonna build around Saquon, as Pat Shermer says, yep. Get another decent receiver. Yep. And just spread it. Like I would focus on. Oh yeah, they seem to think that might be. It sounds like they they they're kind of intrigued by Corey Coleman, which I'm not going down that rabbit hole again. He man, he's he's a guy that you keep hanging around on the practice squad, see if it clicks. Right. I think. But um, but, they get another receiver and just completely spread it, and they, and Shepard's yep. th- third wide receiver, and you have Engram. Yep. I mean, there you go. Your lanes are open, Saquon. Um, go full go full Chiefs with it. <laughs> that, totally. I mean, I would. I, I, I think it be. makes sense. So, Beck, you, can get, you can leave Beckham some better coverage that way, too, if you get, like, a yep. really good second. So. Can't cover everybody. Yep. So, anyway, um, okay, so I, I noticed in your notes here, you mentioned the quarterback stuff, and we talked about Eli a minute ago. 
Um, I, a lot of Giants fans at this point, again, are going to be screaming about uh, Kyle Laletta and that they want to see more of him. Even though last week we saw him and he was terrible. I mean, he only threw five passes, but he, was, he just yeah, well. he looked like a deer in the headlights. Uh, for first action, right? So, <laughs> so they brought him yesterday. They made him third string again. Mm-hmm. They demoted him, and then after the, of course, they got some good quotes out of him saying, you know, yeah, I'm disappointed. Wrong right. play. I, 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 I'm not happy. I'm like, all right, shut up, kid. Don't say anything. But I don't know that you're going to see Kyle Lilletta at this point. You got to, you got to try one of them. <laughs> well, you don't have to try Tanny because. Well, whatever. Okay, and, and and if Laletta, that's if if Laletta is completely deer in the headlights, it, I don't know that this helps you, but I, we don't know right. what you're seeing in practice every day. No, it's very true. But Giants are out of it. You, you're trying to get a not trying not trying to get a better draft pick, so to speak. But you're you're not playing for anything. But you, you it wouldn't help. It wouldn't hurt you to move to, uh, up in the board. So you got the Colts this week. Why not just test them out? You already broke Eli's mystique, quote unquote, by breaking a streak last year. So why not just think about the future a little bit? All right. I don't want to talk about the Giants anymore. All right. Vikings, Dolphins. I'm being too cool to you during the holiday season. (laughs) (laughs) Vikings, Dolphins. Uh, Interesting game. Vikings go up 21-0. It looks like a blowout. Then the Dolphins make it 21-17. Yep. And then the Vikings turn turn it up. You know what? Last week when the Vikings fired their offensive coordinator, the the word was that Zimmer wanted to run more, and darn if he didn't. Mm -hmm. Miami's a good matchup for that, so it helped. But... It, uh, if you're Dalvin just looking Cook, at the eye test, mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook might look, other than maybe Saquon, I think Dalvin Cook might pass the eye test better than anybody in the league. Yes, I think so. Um, and the fact that you're using him in space now after the catch is just such a great development for him. Yep. And I, I'm, I'm upset he's doing this well because I wanted to buy low on him next season. Yeah, you're not getting that. Not getting that again. First round. Same price going to be probably. Yep. Um, I mean, yeah, even Latavius Murray ran. I mean, they, he actually scored. I think he scored the third touchdown, so it wasn't garbage time stuff that he got 15 carries. Right. Um, uh, but still, I mean, it's a, that's a great tandem. In, re, in real yes. life football terms, that's a really good tandem. It really is. So, yeah. So Cousins was, you know, he was efficient through a couple mm-hmm. touchdowns. You're not going to complain. The thing is, because scoring was down so much, where's Cousins right. here? I'm looking at him. I've got him on ESPN. I've got him at QB ten for the week so far. Yeah. So which which is which is about his draft price anyway. So yeah. whatever. You're not complaining yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, the receivers, man. Adam Thielen looked like the greatest player ever mm-hmm. after five weeks or so. Yep. And just completely slowed down. Well, Miami That's didn't awesome. have Miami didn't have Howard again. Right. Um, they bracketed Thielen most of the game from what I saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. You know, that's why Diggs slips by. That's why the running game ex- succeeds. So, you know. Uh, other side of this one, let's see. I mean, Frank Gore got hurt. So, so of course, why would they use Kenyon Drake after Frank Gore got hurt? <laughs> <laughs> you know why? It's, oh, it's silly for us to ask for that. That it's week that it's week 15, and I'm still hoping that they're going to use Kenyon Drake. Rather, than, I think if I was standing on the sideline, they'd look at me and Kenyon Drake and go, mm, hey, John, why don't right. you go in for a few snaps? Yeah. <laughs> So, but Erickson beat me to the punch on Twitter yesterday, mm-hmm. saying all those Kalen Balage best ball shares finally paid off. Mine did. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Ridiculous. <laughs> but now I'm in like seventh or sixth place, and it didn't even matter. But, right. Um, I like you were so smart lot, for picking that guy. 
I like the talent. I think there's a little bit of uh, quickness through the middle there. Uh, that's what Drake can't offer most times. So he's big. I, he's bigger than I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I agree. There is talent there, and that's why that's why a lot of people liked him coming in. And Frank Gore, you figure the age would hit him, and it hasn't, and now it has. Right. Too late for us to speculate on. So, but I don't know. 2019. That's a guy I'm looking at. So you so you look if if you want to get enticed. Yep. We we talk again about the Rotowire player pages. You look at the measurables on Caleb Laws. So he's two thirty seven, and he ran a four point four four at the combine. <laughs> Oh, man. He tests high, and I mean, all the quickness drills, you know, the shuttle and the cone drill and all that stuff. There, there's the, the measurables. Like, it's, big, it's a big bunch of green lines here, everybody. There's green, and blue, blue for yep. middle, red for bad. It's, it's a bunch of green. And he has big hands, apparently, so you know what that means. <laughs> Jesus. All right. We, we, just, we just went blue. So. We did. I think we went blue. All right. So anyway, Caleb Blige, look, you, I don't think you're starting in week right. 16, anyone. No, but... You're in a keeper league, and he somehow was out there. Yeah, that's a uh, if you can keep like five or six guys, you know, who, who, who knows what's going to happen in the off season. Dolphins are home for the Jags, but eh. let's wait and hear from Adam Gase. How about that? Yes, and uh, that, that 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 seems like a Kenyon Drake game as well. With the yeah. not much. Room there are no Kenyon Drake games, Tim. None. They don't exist. <sighs> Can a guy have a Christmas wish? I don't. I, I don't own him anywhere, so whatever. But I just, I, I the guy is so much better than his fantasy stats tell us. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, skins, Jags. God, the Jags are a train wreck. So, so after well, the game, the, the, the notes are pretty telling about that. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, they got beat by Josh Johnson. Who Josh Johnson is is an interesting <laughs> fantasy quarterback because he can run. I know, and I don't think he's the worst backup to have. Right. So, well, I mean, off the street. First uh, round pick of the AAF. He knows the system. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So Peterson was was not terrible. He probably didn't help you. I mean, seventy one yards for scrimmage, no touchdowns. He didn't do much for you. Um, mm-hmm. He wasn't a zero. Uh, they threw a he, Josh Johnson threw a touchdown to someone named Jeremy Sprinkle. Vernon Davis got hurt, so mm-hmm. he, and uh, I think he's going to be he's okay. He came back into the game. They checked him for a concussion. So um, not much really to talk about on the Redskins side. The other side. So Fournette gets thirteen touches in the first half. And he spends a lot of the second half on the sideline. And, for, and Marone said that he wanted to see the backup running back. He wanted to see Dave. Who's Dave Williams? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, come, <laughs> come on. Again, I know this is a fantasy football podcast. And I'm supposed to know what I'm talking about here. But, I mean, come on, really? You, want, you wanted to. Fournette missed how many weeks? Mm-hmm. And, and, and this guy's been a practice squatter for a bunch of the year. Mm-hmm. And, and I know you're out of the playoffs, but... I mean, that's that's your reasoning, really. Got to take that into account in the next two weeks if you're playing those. So auditions and all that I mean, stuff. What the heck? But, but uh, how is that? Why why is that an audition that you have to go through right now? Like, how, like what, what's going to happen? Oh, maybe he can start for us next year. Like, what? What 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 could possibly be the reason to say, you know what, Leonard? I, I know you only played you know eight games or so, or not even. But why don't you take the second half off? I wonder what Yeldon's contract situation is. Maybe that's something to do with it, if they want to have a good backup. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm just trying to get inside Doug Marone's mind. Maybe that's not a good idea. This is brutal. <laughs> yeah, he's a, Yeldon's a free agent next year, for what it's worth. All right. I'm not saying it's it's a great thing or a great idea for the team to try to win and have that strategy at the same time, but 
that's a reason, I guess. And I guess, and I would imagine they're not bringing back Hyde because, well, uh, you know, Hyde was probably a guy when they were still in contention. They could, and Fournette was, you know, iffy injury. There was like an insurance policy. Now they're not going to need him, so they'll probably cut him. And so. he was uh, Hyde was a healthy scratch yesterday. They <laughs> traded a fifth round pick for him. Use him up and then ditch him if you're going to do that. Then this right? Is, this is just so I mean, so dumb. They they need to get rid. They need to get rid of everybody now. Maybe, maybe you know. Yeah. I actually I I just wonder. I thought the GM was doing a decent job mm-hmm. before Coughlin came in. And I don't know yeah. what, the, what the, the intricacies of what they're doing and who's doing what and making what decisions. I, but, I, I mean, th- this just fell apart so badly. And, and this, I don't want to say that, that benching Leonard Fournette in the second half when you're 4-9 is a fireable offense, but it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, the players' stuff, I mean, the Bortles decision, I, that, that was a Coughlin decision, right? I would think so. So, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think the owner's going to just whack everybody. Well, yeah. I mean, Sadiq Khan better, you know, it, the one year ago, talk of Super Bowl, and now it's like, you know, a lot of the same players not doing much. you got to look at what's happening there. Doug Marone might have uh, run out of luck a little bit here. Did you hear uh, what Jalen Ramsey said after the game? I want to. <laughs> <laughs> they asked him if he was worried about Doug Marone's job status, and he said, I ain't worried about nobody but myself. Well, he could probably get that tattooed on himself then, he, right? He stayed on brand with that one. I'll say that. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's staying on message is a, it's an admirable trait. So. Oh, God. So, so <laughs> I mean, Leonard Fournette this coming week, they're at the Dolphins. You're playing him. Of course, because I don't it's think the they're going to do this idiocy again, but I don't know. This is so dumb. I, I mean, I, I just, um, it's shockingly dumb. I'm so. I mean, make Fournette a flex if you. But you know, if he's your top running back, then sorry, but that's a flex. That's a flex expectation to me. You're playing him more than that, though. I know. Sorry, RB two. We'll be in the middle. Yeah, I mean, you're playing. If you if 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 you own him and you're playing a championship, you're locking him in, and you can send your hate mail to Doug Marone later if it doesn't work out. Of course, you're not going to bench Leonard Fournette. Right. All right. Colts Cowboys. I won't leave you too long on this one. No, it's fine. We 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 dragged your Giants through the mud. We can do this. It's fine. I'm it, it, it didn't. So, so what I want to ask is: yep. Is Blake Jarwin a thing? I I think he's the best receiver among the tight ends. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Um, you know, Jeff Swain was sidelined again. Might be back next week, so that would complicate things. For the long term, I think I think the Cowboys have like three Jason Wittens or three guys to combine to make Jason Witten. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. Dalton Schultz has fl- shown flashes here and there too, but. You know, for fantasy, I'm not touching it. It's just too, it's too much dispersed. But Jarwin, Jarwin's the best long-term potential guy, I'd say. Okay. One, one thing, actually, I was looking at the Week 16 schedule to see the Cowboys have their host, the Buccaneers. Oh, but I want to go back yeah. to one thing I forgot to mention. Hmm? Um, I don't have the Yahoo ownerships in front of me. Remember, Titans are at home against the Redskins. And their ownership yes. percentage last week was not very high. So, I, will, uh, I will try to pull up the Yahoo while yeah. you're talking. So, say even though Josh Johnson was competent and kind of okay yesterday i still think you want to dial that up okay so blake jarwin back to that 11 catches last two weeks so uh, you know again tight ends wasteland as we always say the other thing in this one marlon mack big game 27 for 139 and two the stat i read before yesterday that was interesting ryan kelly came back the colt center yep in Without Kelly, they had averaged 3.4 carry this year. With Kelly, they averaged 4.9. And yep. Mac averaged 5.1. Yep. 
I, I'm, I'm not sure that that's a, that, that means everything, but it probably helps. I knew the Cowboys were going to lose this game. Uh, no I Zach they Martin. Would. No Zach Martin was a huge blow, and uh, and and um, so I can't pronounce the guy's name in the middle. But uh, yeah, just a you know offensive line just is not what it used to be. I mean, they they were surviving without Frederick. They can't survive without Martin. Right. So uh, Dak had no time. Colts at home. Really underrated defense. Bad mix. So. Um, Marlon Mack, dial him up again against the Giants this week at home. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, mm-hmm. jackpot. High-end RB2 at least. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, other th- and, and by the way, do not, I w- if Andrew Luck owners don't lose faith, if, you, if you're still alive. They didn't need to do much. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Next up is Bengals Raiders. Joe yep. Mixon gets some quality dancing done when he scores. He does not get cheated. Nope. Ever. Nope. He did, the, he did the Orange Justice Fortnite dance about a month ago. Yesterday, I think it was more of, I, I don't know if it was anything specific. But Your Fortnite is on like 10 levels above mine. So. Yeah, I don't know. You, just, kept, you, have, you, have, um, you have a little dependence there. Exactly. Yes. I'm forced to watch Fortnite. And I'm forced to watch, not just watch someone playing Fortnite, but to watch someone watching other people play Fortnite and make millions of dollars every month. So. On that note, check out RotoWire's uh, eGamer News feed on there Twitch. <laughs> exactly. Doing my social media job as we're on the football podcast, of course. Boom. They, they, do, they do a great job. They even have me interested in it, and that's, that's saying a lot. I have, to, I have to check that out. Yeah. Your kids, your kids will love it. Really? Yeah. All right. I think so. Who does that? Is that Joe stuff? Uh, Joe and Wyatt and a bunch of other guys there. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to um, Twitch. Got it. Okay, I'm ready. I think I, I think they're more so analyzing the competition stuff more so, but I, I believe they do some playing as well. Okay, so. um, yeah, Luke would like that. All right, yeah. Um, Tyler Boyd did fine, scored, uh, left with an yeah. injury, but uh, says he's fine. So probably nothing and to worry about. They play at the at Cleveland this week. Denzel Ward list maybe hopefully so hopefully for his for, for his sake yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, CJ Uzoma nothing again. Don't trust that guy. I, even, I, even when he does well, it's five for thirty. It was the the right matchup. Yeah. And no, nothing. That's, that, that's what I told people. I'm like, Uzoma has the matchup. Engram. Someone asked about Uzoma or Engram. I'm like, Engram's going to get the work. Uzoma's not going to get the work. So, uh, Jordy Nelson's so frustrating. Because <laughs> he was 6 for yep. 88 yesterday. I know he's on a bad team. Well, it has to be full PPR. But, but yeah. I mean, he went through this stretch where he did nothing. And then the last three weeks, he's got 22 catches. Mm-hmm. So, I think Derek that's Kirk- another one I told yeah. one person to sit him yesterday. Derek Carr realizing he has nobody else to throw to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jared Cook, thanks for nothing. Yeah. Doug Martin, was... thanks for nothing. You were down by a lot of points. I don't know if we can blame you so much. J- Jalen Richard caught five passes again because he always does. So. Mm. Yep. Um, anything. Yeah. So this week, Jordy's got the Broncos at home no, with some injuries no, in the secondary. No cornerbacks, yep. Yeah. So, so that's good. Jordy, that's why receiver three. Yep. Jordy owners, it might be a decent spot for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bears Packers, fantasy Aaron Rodgers yet again, <laughs> disappointing. Uh, and it's this yeah. again. This is not a shot at real life Aaron Rodgers. Just they're just you know it's it's, not happening. It was the Bears too, and everyone kind of having those dreams of Week One in their head. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta. I was telling people, don't think about that week. Don't think about that matchup. This is totally different. Right. It's uh, and plus it's in Chicago, so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, both Bears backs did well. Tricone, I love Tricone. Second half of the season, he stepped it up. He really has. Well, they're learning how to use him as a runner more. And, uh, yeah, I, top five exciting player to watch. I think we've, we've 
throwing him on that list already. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Aaron Jones hurt, probably done for the season. At this point, you wouldn't, you shouldn't push him back. So now you got Jamal Williams getting a lot of work going to to play against the Jets. He's on the road against the Jets this week. Mm-hmm. So he's probably he's is he top twenty four? Does he crack yeah. that? We're early in the week, but absolutely he'll be um, busy. They love his pass blocking. He'll be helping Rodgers out. Um, yeah, just work a little loans going to keep him as an RB two. He's 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 going to touch the ball twenty times. Yep. I would imagine, unless unless they want to try out Dave Williams as well. <laughs> um, so so you, you put a note in here. It's funny. So many quarterbacks go in. You know, they they're very professional and they wear suits and ties to the stadium. And uh, I mean, Cam Newton is a little you know fashionable with his ensembles, but very dressy. Mitchell Trubisky goes full ugly sweater, full lit up <laughs> ugly sweater yesterday. Uh, I don't know if I'm over the ugly sweater turn or if I love it more. I can't tell yet. For, for him, it was a pretty good. It was a good look. It was a great NFL um, yeah. promo, also for their product. But yeah, it was the, he's and he asked the reporters if they want the lights on. And of course, everyone said yes. Right. So, yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. It, it lights up, guys. So, did you see any of the? Um, did you watch any of Saturday Night Live the other night? I don't watch Saturday Night Live anymore. Okay. It was so. actually actually had some good skits. The, the okay. Check out everybody. The. The be- Matt Damon was the host. The best Christmas ever skit. It was him and his wife reminiscing about Christmas Day, and he had a sweater on, which is what made me think of it. Oh, like okay. how great of a day it was, and then it kind of flashed back. You know, the, the kids running in his room at five thirty in the morning and jumping on him, and so you know, and he was like, you know, he, he was cursing while trying to put together a dollhouse and stuff like that. It's pretty fun. <laughs> Check it out. Sounds, sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Bills Lions. Uh, you know, it's funny. The, the Josh Allen. There were some warring camps among fantasy analysts mm-hmm. about Josh Allen last week. And I was on the pro-Josh Allen side. And I think the result was right. Process, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he wasn't, you know, he only ran for 16 yards instead of 100 like he did the previous three weeks. But he ran for a touchdown, and he threw for a touchdown, and all was well. And he's he's the fourth highest scoring quarterback at ESPN. So I'm like, yeah, I was right. I think. <laughs> well, a rushing touchdown will always get you over the top a little bit. He's fast. Um, he's yeah. He he's got um. He, he has a good um. He builds up speed really well. Yeah. He, he he kind of rounds his runs a little bit out of the pocket, which gives him that full full steam. I guess. I mean, you know, my scouting is obviously very rudimentary language, but. Um, when he when he's always when he knows he's going to move out of the pocket, he just he builds up ahead and just like yep. you know, he's hard to stop. On he's the touchdown guy. run, so he went back and kind of ran around somebody. Yep. And as soon as I saw him run around, I mean, this is we talked about it last week. As soon as I, saw, I said, "Oh, he's absolutely," I I I don't I'm not even thinking for a second that he's going to throw this ball. Yep. Like he's out of there, and he was maybe. Yeah, maybe he can stop telegraphing it in the future. Yeah, if that's the case, because you know Lamar Jackson even is better at faking the pass than running. Right. Than, than Allen is from what I've seen. So. Um, but they, they're at New England this week, by the way. Yeah. And the Patriots kind of have a lot to. They they have some uh, purpose. Right. I now. don't for I don't foresee a great game from Allen. No, so. I don't either. It's, I I still could see a decent fancy game, but. Yeah. Um, well. <laughs> Top 15 quarterback, I think, is pretty much a good expectation. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to give you this again. I'm, I haven't done my ranks this week. Bills at Patriots, Packers at Jets. Allen or Aaron Rodgers? 
Again, Alan. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. Uh, I just thought, yeah. Actually, the Jets did get beat up by, I mean, the, the passing game of, of the Texans kind of worked them over. So, are, are they, yeah, but are, I don't know. I, I, I just a couple of Rotowire guys, if they're listening to this, they're screaming at us right now mm-hmm. for saying this. And not just the Packer fans. But the, but the Bills don't have a running game. So, I know. <laughs> they I have know. everybody injured, as we, you know, McCoy, Ivory, Murphy also left with an injury. Keith Ford is your top running back right now. Yeah, Maybe but, Isaiah McKenzie, if you want to argue that. But. Before you do anything, we're recording this right now. I'm talking Monday, 1020 a.m. Eastern. Right. Figure out what Sean – check if you're curious about the Bills' backfield. We, we, I, I, I don't even know what i tell you right now because <laughs> that, McCoy was – Derek, that's all you guys during the later in the week. Yeah. I mean, Jake and I hopefully will have some clarity on Tuesday, but McCoy and Ivory were out. Marcus Murphy left the game with an arm injury, supposedly dislocated elbow, I think I saw. Something something I was like, yeah. And, and I don't know what the status of any of these people. So if you're looking for a free agent recommendation, I mean, I'm sure I, – I don't know. Well, let's, we'll, we'll talk about it on Tuesday because I don't know right now. Good luck, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't steer you in a reasonable direction at this point. No. Um, we talked about Foster. Congrats again to you on him. Kenny Galladay. Good for Kenny Galladay for stepping up in a week where it looked like he was in a bad spot, especially after last week. It, he, was, yep. he was running through a murderer's row of corners. Mm-hmm. And last week he had a rough one. He stepped up yesterday. He made me some contrarian DFS money. So thank Not you for that. that, Kenny Galladay. Way to go, Kenny Galladay. The height advantage plays sometimes. And, I, I, you know, just that, that case, I mean, I, I don't know if he was on white for most of it. They might have moved him around a lot. Okay. So, I, but you think they would follow Galladay, which is weird. Right. But I, I, Mario, we have to read Mario's report on that still. So. Zach Zanger got a touchdown. Still not excited, ever. <laughs> oh, this game was boring otherwise, well, generally. Carry on's not coming back, so. Are we sure about that? Or what do you think? Well, they're they're eliminated. Why would they rush him back? I don't know if he's healthy. I mean, I guess. But all right, Matt um, Patricia. We'll see. Ravens and Bucks. Lamar, another strong one. Mm-hmm. From another, yeah, fantasy Lamar. Anyway, the yep. they run. It, it's so funny. It, it, we're at the point with them where it, most teams, if there's a back who is a clear second fiddle back. You really don't want to use them. This case is different because they yeah. so much. I weighed people ask a lot of people asked about Dixon on Sunday on Twitter and right. Facebook, and it was tough because I, you know, I, I told you I like Dixon the talent, but I was like, game flow is probably to go with Edwards in this one, right? So, and the weather certainly, you know, made that be. But Dixon still got what like double digit touches, so right. Yeah, Willie Sneed goes five for fifty eight. I'm just trying to see what his game progression is with Lamar here. He had a down one. He had five last week. It was, it's kind of it, – so, so Lamar started – that was his fifth game? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Sneed's catches, 5-0-1-5-5. Yeah. So it doesn't really help you well, figure out anything. The slot receiver with Jackson is, is your best hope, I guess, because you're not touching the tight ends. Yeah. So just whatever, but – yeah, All right, it's, it, it, it's tough to count on any of the receivers for Baltimore, really. Gus Edwards was good again, even though he plays probably early downs. Other side of this, Peyton Barber was actually good. Yeah, he wasn't bad. I mean, it was, ra- it was uh, rainy. Yeah, muddy. The track, the, the track helped him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Jameis, yeah, no help. Uh, Mike Evans was, I mean, not a ton of he he. he 
he he made some big plays. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. So, um, yeah. and you're still playing them, and you know they, they they'll get a better matchup next. Like they're at Dallas. They're at Dallas. Well, he's not probably a great matchup. Get, we should probably get Byron Jones, but Jones has looked a little bit flat in recent weeks, so maybe okay. there's something there. And you know, Evans is always good for at least a couple of deep catches a game. So okay, yeah. Falcons Cardinals is the last early game. Thanks, Tevin Coleman, for yeah. having us all leave you for dead and then finally <laughs> doing something. Same DFS lineup for me. So I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll toot my horn a bit about that all one. All right. Ida Smith. Ida <laughs> Smith was banged up a little bit yesterday? He, he had a neck thing, I think, and, and, and Jeff Erickson and his value meter noted that he bumped Coleman up because of that. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Tevin Coleman, man, just got to find a good offense next year to use him right. I'm, all, I'm, st- I'm still on his talent. They're playing at the Panthers in Week 16, by the way. Uh, and the Panthers are pretty good against the run more than the pass. I don't know how interested I'd be in either one of these guys, but we'll see. Uh, well, I, th- I think that hurts Ito more. Yep. He's more the, uh, between the tackles. So uh, Julio, was, uh, Julio got a touchdown. made a great diving catch on the touchdown, too. Yes. Really nice. Uh, Matt, Ryan, Matt Ryan on ESPN is the highest scoring quarterback of the week, which is weird for a guy who threw 231 and two. Oh, he had the quarterback sneak. That's why. He had a running touchdown. Yeah. yeah. So... Which you're not, you're not going to predict with Matt Ryan, so. You are not. <laughs> so, yeah, David Johnson. Yeah. On the first drive, I think he had 60 yards. Mm-hmm. And, and he caught a great kind of over-the-shoulder. That's what, it, it, was a, it was a great, it was a catch that made you go, oh, right, that's the whole wide receiver playing running back thing. Right. Because he, he <laughs> ran it. He looked like a, a receiver. Mm-hmm. And then a whole lot of nothing after that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Josh Rosen so that, got yanked, but but Wilk said he's going to start in Week 16. Okay. <laughs> um, I wish I cared, but you know I yeah. like Rosen. I think the player's good. I think the situation's really, really not going to help him for a while. I agree with you. So. Uh, it's, it's a bad spot for him. It's a really bad spot. Um, maybe the Giants could trade. Maybe they could buy low. <laughs> you know, if, if, if Steve, Steve Wilkes had any uh, say in the personnel, I could. Definitely see that being a possibility. I think Steve but, Wilkes is really going to get fired and come back here and be the defensive coordinator in Charlotte. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And I don't. I don't. How, how I don't would you feel about that? Uh, I feel good for the Panthers. I hate to see a guy okay. lose his job. I know people who know him say he's really. They say he's a really good guy. I'm sure he is. So I hate seeing that. That that he he winds up in this bad spot. I mean, I'm sure he's made mistakes. I can't say I watch the Cardinals closely, mm-hmm. but you hate seeing a guy in his first job flame out like that because you don't know if he gets another chance. That was a tough assignment to take. Yeah, it really was because they were on the downslide. So, yeah. um, all right, Steelers Pats. We did not expect this style of game at all. Mm-hmm. I, did you? I, I was on Samuel's catches basically more than anything. Right. So, but seventeen ten. I mean, oh yeah, no, no, it's a interesting, just grinding out type of game. Yeah. yeah. So Samuels, the, the, the story on Samuels yesterday, the, the news nugget, was that he had 19 carries yesterday, and he said he had never carried that many times in his life. Yeah. Converted, school, tight, converted tight end. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> yep. So is that, is that another one? Do, do you look at the way he played and, and say, mm-hmm. here's another data point in why they shouldn't have brought back Le'Veon Bell? Does that make well, you think a, that way? A lot of our guys are tweeting about that yesterday. Uh, Mario Puig, one of them. Uh, he was he's he's been the biggest Samuel supporter that I've known this season. Okay. So, which you know, I think the process is right in saying that Samuel could succeed in the system because he's very much like Le'Veon Bell in a lot of his measurables and a lot of his style. Um, you know, Le'Veon Bell has that that look of a receiver as well, and you know the one cut type of running style. And um, I think it is. 
I, I don't think it'll deter people from signing Bell, but I, I think the Steelers, it's just, yeah, why, when we have Connor and Samuels, we have two guys that can make up the slack and we're going to be cheap for a couple of years. Why not? Right. What? And, yeah. So the Steelers play at the Saints this week. I have not seen the over-under. I assume it will be high. Now, what do you do? Supposedly, Connor is going to be ready to go. Supposedly. Yeah. Now what? What do you think is going to happen? <sighs> I don't think Samuels goes away. Right. Because he can be using that like as a slot guy like they lined him up a few times against the Pats last night. Um, I think maybe that's, you know, whatever James Washington's and all the Ryan Switzer scraps could go to Samuels as a receiver. Mm-hmm. I think PPR, he's still a flex guy. I'll say that. You do? Yeah, I, wow. I think so. Even with Connor back? PPR, it has to be full. <laughs> and okay. he had to be, he's like a, uh, if you had to, if, with Connor back, he'd probably be like a 34th ranked running back. Okay, and what's You Connor? know, something like that. Oh, I think Connor's probably, you know, at lowest 15. I still think he's, I still 15, think he's up against there. Against a good Saints run defense with, with scaled back snaps. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. I'm not as deep in rankings as you are, and you can probably tweet about this or talk with Derek about it this week, but I, I still think the balance is there that the two of them can work. I think with Big Ben Hurt, if he's still going to be banged up all this time, he had trouble throwing to his left side yesterday. So okay. that limits your playbook, and I think having a Samuels-Connor duo could be really good for real-life purposes. Okay, let me put this so, another way. If you had to pick a number right now, how many touches does Connor get this week? 18. Okay, that's a lot. All right. But I still think it'll work for both of them. That's fine. 18 is a lot. 18 is not, oh my God, Jalen Samuels is stealing his stuff. 18 to 11, I think, could be like a a good split between them. Because Connor's been averaging about 21. Yeah. Okay. I think they just just need harder on the run now. Yep. They might. Well, they should. I mean, they've they've probably needed to, to be honest. Yeah. To keep Big Ben upright for the. Playoff chase, yeah. And by the way, I think I think Juju Juju is going to go bonkers this week. Oh yeah, absolutely, completely Brown, bonkers. Brown Lattimore, and then he'll just tear everybody else up. Yep. Yeah. Um, other side of this one, uh, Edelman was busy. He went seven yep. for ninety on eleven targets. Gronk did a lot of nothing. Josh Gordon <sighs> did a lot of nothing. Yeah. The running backs did a lot of nothing. I mean, Michelle was busy. Poor James White. That's a he's a good player. That's a spot for James White, too, with that game. I don't understand. Uh, far be it for me to question Belichick, but... No, that, that, I, I thought it was going to be a James White game. Yeah. <laughs> I, f- I feel like they need to... They're, they, they're not using... He, he's good enough to where they should use him more. He's the best running back for that offense. Yeah. And Michelle's good. I get it. Michelle's great, but, you know... It's, I don't it's, know. He's your, he's your... Oh, we're controlling the game. We're going to Sony Michelle for 15 carries now. Right. Type of guy. So... Okay. Um, the other late game, it was weird there was only two 4 o'clock games yesterday. Two Saturday games, so. Yeah, yeah I know. At one point, I was watching Red Zone, and I went, all right, they're going to switch to this one. I'm going, wait, there's nobody else. There's only well, two. Steelers pass is a big one, and then you had a divi- good divisional one, so. Yep. Yeah. Um, so Matt Burita came back, and he was mm-hmm. solid. Yep. And hopefully, you had him in PPR. That helped. You had 96 yards from scrimmage. You had five catches, five for 46 receiving. 70 or 50 rushing. Uh, you don't, if Breed is healthy, you do not need to worry about Jeff Wilson anymore. Even though he was productive when he did get the ball, I mean, the whole how is the split going to work? It's Breed's favor. It's 22, 22 to 7 in touches, as you pointed out in your notes. So, yep. It's going to be very interesting next year with McKinnon back. Yeah. If he's, ba- if he's back, who knows? If he's back. Which he got hurt early enough, you'd think he would be. 
Yeah, but Breed has Breed has proven that I think he's a more diverse player. So uh, I tell you, it, Nick Mullins has been. I told you, it's yeah. not terrible. I mean, there. Kyle Shanahan is so good. Yep. To make this guy, who who was a, didn't he throw a bunch of picks in the preseason? Mm-hmm. And he's basically a practice squad slash third string quarterback, mm-hmm. and forced into action, and he's looked. Generally, he's had he's had some ups and downs for sure, but he's generally looked competent. Kyle Shanahan is one of the best offensive minds in the NFL. I think you're right. Um, you see the effect it's had on the Falcons since he's left, mm-hmm. and we see the 49ers turning into this not overly consistent team, but high ceiling offense for sure. Yep. So, and whoever back to your point earlier, whoever's at running back is going to produce there from a fantasy standpoint. Yep. So. so and then Jimmy, Jimmy G next year? Who knows? That's Did, right. They, we might, everyone might have been a year early because of the injury, but, you know. Um, Kittle, you mentioned earlier, he got uh, – he was just okay, and he, they missed him a few times. So, yep. not good. And then he was at the WWE pay-per-view later in the night in San Jose. Was he really? And that, and, uh, yeah. Well, they, they, they had um, – you know, it was, it's been the Cleet Charity Month, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the Niners had cleats with a WWE charity. I think it was uh, Connor's Cure. It's a uh, pediatric uh, sickness stuff. I think so. Got it. Uh, yeah. So they were they were front row. I'm like, dude, you, you're smiling too much for all the fantasy owners you hurt. So <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> but they but they won. So whatever. Forty Niners for all the nice things we said about their offensive players. They they're home for the Bears in Week 16. Yep. There Not it is. easy. There it is. Matt Breida eight catches. He's <laughs> yep. gonna have to. Other side of this. For- Russell Wilson was solid, efficient, etc. Yep. Mm-hmm. Chris Carson was strong. Doug Baldwin, as you pointed out earlier, welcome back. Mm-hmm. This did not. I had Tyler Lockett doing some stuff that I needed yesterday, and he didn't help me. Mm-hmm. Carson caught six passes. That's weird. So Mike Davis, uh, Mike Davis got hurt at one point. He did. Yeah. Did, did do we? What's the? Uh, I'm checking now. <laughs> yeah, I'm me it. too. So Mike, overnight notes, man. <laughs> Mike Davis yeah. was. Productive. When He's they okay. have two backs, this is another yeah. team. They run enough to where the second back is productive. Right. So um, if Penny's out again, Davis could be playable in some deeper spots for you. I think so. Especially against the Chiefs. Yes. Because the Chiefs this week. And Davis has, you know, a couple of games with four or more catches this year. So right. We got He's some that. good games this week. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Derek said it last week. They were hogging all the uh, the good teams in the showcase games. Yeah. I mean, we, we've got Saturday night is Ravens Chargers, which is really good. Oh, you mean this coming week. But also this past week was pretty good, too. It was. Yeah. This week, Saturday night, you got Ravens Chargers. Sunday, the afternoon yep. games are generally not good. Uh, sorry, late afternoon is Steelers Saints. And then Sunday oh, yeah. night is Chiefs Seahawks at Seattle. Oh, yeah. That's, that's good. good stuff. Um, yep. All right. No otherwise, on this. All right, we talked about Baldwin. We got to wait and see on Rashad Penny, and that's that. Um, yep. Sunday night, okay. I know the score was. Tw- I, I know the score wound up close, and I know that the Rams actually had a shot to win down toward the end. The Eagles kicked their ass. That trench battle was just no contest. Nope. And I, I, I pegged this as a golf rebounds huge because he's at home, and the Eagles secondary is terrible. Me too. Nothing of that sort happened. Nope. All checkdowns to Gurley, <laughs> which which helped me in fishbowl for sure. But you know, so the last two weeks, the Rams have 
struggled. Yes. And the week before against Detroit, they weren't that great. They scored 30, but the last touchdown was with two minutes left, and they weren't their usual, you know, awesome selves on offense. What do you think this – I mean, the last two weeks, do you think it's just two good defenses? Is that, is that all we should chalk it up to? I, I think so, but, you know, we see Cooper Cup's presence really – the absence, I mean, really hurts. Kind of lets things – leaves things a little bit more on uh, Cooks and, and Woods, and they're going to get double-teamed a little bit more. Um, Josh Reynolds is fine, but he's not that field stretcher as, effect, as effectively. Mm-hmm. We've seen Gerald Everett step up a little bit, though, so that's been nice for them. Ah. Well, you saw that that throw that golf well that throw slash fumble slash I give up play that golf had. I don't oh know. Maybe he's getting in his head. Gosh, that was weird. Maybe he's just really there's something off about him right now. That was a that was such a bad play. One of the worst things I've seen, and, and to top Wilson's interception, <laughs> right from from earlier. Um, last week. Right. So otherwise, yeah. why? How did Gurley not go out of bounds on that? I play? know. I was screaming at the television. Yeah, it was really bad. And Everett had another play like that on the same drive where he didn't go out of bounds. Yeah, that's a, that, 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 that'll cost you. Yeah, and I don't know what those guys were thinking. Yeah. Um, Gurley helps you a lot. You know, PP, Gurley scored. He didn't run that well, but he, I mean, caught 10 passes. The guy's just awesome. He finds a way. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so other side of this. Yeah. So I wouldn't get to I, – I, I, I wouldn't get tricked here by this Wendell Smallwood stuff. I, I wouldn't ignore it, but I wouldn't get tricked by it. I think that if he's if he's going to be better than Sproles, of course, you know, as that number two, sure. But it's still behind Adams as number one, and you know, Adams had to come off the field for a bit with an injury, and Smallwood I think stole a touchdown from him because of that. I, so. I think you're going to get people asking a if we should pick up and b if we should start Wendell Smallwood this week at home against the Texans, and I think my answer is almost <sighs> almost universally going to be no. I think he's a contingency bid, if anything. Fine. Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't want, I, I don't have any uh, faith in this. Right, unless worse news comes out about Adams, right? Then you're going to be all over him. But yeah, because he was you and J- you and Jake can hit that up tomorrow. In and out on the injuries. Uh, right. Alshon Jeffrey, oh. you think Alshon Jeffrey just wants Nick Foles to play? I think so. <laughs> well, he scored with Wentz from like that goal that play from two yards out against the Cowboys, but um, you know we keep going back and forth on Alshon Jeffrey. We 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 bailed, and then now he just does this. Although one of them was a crazy downfield catch where could have been his or Aguilar's, and he just happened to come down with it, so that inflated him a little bit. That was the one where Foles got hit, right? Yep. Yeah, that was that was a fun looking play. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was basically like throw it up, and there's a bunch of guys with different color jerseys there, and hope my guy comes down with it. Really smart play call by Peterson. So, or or <laughs> or real good audible. Who knows? But whatever. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, otherwise, in this game, let's see what else. So Foles, like I said, they got they've got the Texans this week. Are you interested in Foles at all? Uh, I don't know. Um, it, it, it two quarterback. I think you're gonna have to. Uh, it's funny if, if I happen to make the fishbowl f- final, it'll be between Dak Watson and Foles for me. Uh-huh. It's gonna be a tough decision. Okay. Because uh, Dak against Tampa Bay is great. I would think. Houston, I, just, I can I can see that being a um, another tough defensive line, but the Eagles at home has me a little bit more interested. Right. So. Okay. Um. Let me think about that one tonight. Tonight. I think I said it before. I think this is a cam game. Well, everybody's out on him with the shoulder stuff, and we talked about it on the show. He'd be the the ideal go against the grain captain or MVP, right? So, price is still high, though. Price is still high. I think. Quarterback, of course. I think he's going to run. I think he yeah probably has to. 
So I I, I, th- I think you're on this one. Yeah, I, I I can't argue with that pick as a captain. Okay. McCaffrey would be too obvious. Uh, Breeze would be kind of obvious too. Less so. I'd, I'd rather have Cam than Breeze because Breeze they can just run. Kamara's cheap. He is. I mean. Oh look at that! Wow, yeah, he is. McCaffrey eleven six, Kamara nine four. Yeah. That's that's cheaper than I would have expected. So, all right. Um, I think Cam's my captain. And yeah. Hope, hopefully, I'm right. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. Anybody else I, like I, any, I, any sleepers? I think, I think it's Cam or Camara. Yeah. The, the Cam Camara plan. There you go. <laughs> any sleepers oh, other uh, than my buddy Ian Thomas? Uh, well, that was the yeah, that was the one I was going to mention. So yeah. uh, let's see. I'm looking at here. And it's, it's, it's these guys are so well known. There aren't many sleepers, right? Maybe, maybe just do Will Lutz or something, depending on what the weather's gonna be like tonight. <laughs> uh, the weather is yeah. beautiful here. Great. So, and now back to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, um, looking out my window. I see sun, and it's fifty-five degrees. I mean, if you want Panthers defense to be the real, real, uh, no one's gonna pick them. Play right. All right. Yeah. Um, that's it for today. Folks, if you have any questions for us about any of the stuff we talked about or about anything else, I am at jhalpin37. Tim is at Tim underscore Heaney. The main account is at Rotowire. Uh, you can get the news feed at Rotowire NFL. By the way, schedule for week 16 if you're playing. No Thursday game. Mm-hmm. Two Saturday games. Redskins-Titans at 4.30. Ravens-Chargers at 8.20. And we have Sunday. And we have, we have a Christmas Eve Broncos-Raiders at 8.15. Is that is that the coal in our stocking or? Right. <laughs> I'm surprised they did that on Christmas Eve. Well, they they knew Raiders fans would come out for it. Yeah. Right. So. I don't know. Just that seemed. I know they've played Christmas Day games before. I was just surprised. Eight fifteen Christmas Eve is a. That's a lot to ask players. I think. Yeah, the holiday stuff. I, I always have weird feelings about that when it yeah. comes to making them play. But. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's there's a little bit of a game check in the team sport. So yeah, I know it's like not, yeah. not there. Little you, bonus. You can choose another line of work, I guess. That's you know, but yeah, it's, it just seemed weird. All right, yeah. uh, Tim, tell everybody what else you got going on. Discord fantasy chats. Um, if you're making week 16, I'll be around for those on our rotowire.com/chat. Just download the app on Discord. It's originally a video gamer type of product, but we love it for our uh, our subscriber chats. Great stuff. Um, Facebook Live, Wednesday Wire on Wednesday, the final one of the season. Um, I just decided not to do one for Week 17 because the, the, the demand probably won't be there. Get out of a Week 17 championship league, guys. Seriously, bring up to your commissioners next no year. No kidding. Um, one of 1 p.m. Eastern, that will be uh, the finale for the season. Um, Thursday Thread will be up. Not this week, actually, because there's no Thursday game. So might be a Friday instead. So we'll keep, keep track of that. I'll let you know Wednesday. And Down to the Wire on Sunday will always be there. So... Uh, there you go. And um, MLB stuff picking up, hopefully doing some things there. So. All right. That's a lot. Keep track of Tim's team and, uh, and Fishbowl. Hashtag SFB8. Hopefully we'll see what the you, final. We'll see which GIF I use by the end of the night, if it's a sad one or a celebration. So we'll you see. should just double with that. With the showdown tonight, you should just double down on Mark Ingram. I think I should. Yeah. yeah. All Mark Ingram. <laughs> or or I'll just, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Why not? Good All farmer. Right, folks. You can get a free 10-day Rotowire trial at rotowire.com slash pod. No credit card needed for that. That lets you check out nearly all the features on the site. Take a look now, rotowire.com slash pod. Uh, please leave us reviews and ratings wherever you're listening. We always appreciate it, and we ask a lot, and we really thank you when you do it. And thank you for listening to this edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Jake and I will be here on Tuesday to go over some of those free agent options that we talked about. So if you're playing in Week 16, you're going to want to listen to that. Please come on back then. For Tim Heaney, I'm John Halpin. See you next time.